How's it, Internet? And welcome to Two Guys and SharePoint. The only SharePoint show in South Africa where everything is not made up and there are no points. We've got a very special episode for you today. We're getting a call in from the Ignite Conference. Tell us about that, Al. Yeah, um, it's the largest Microsoft conference in the world to date. A, a couple of months ago, I think it was the beginning of the year, they had the Build Conference and that had just over 20,000 people. Ignite is Microsoft's signature conference. It's held once a year, somewhere in the US. This year, it's in Atlanta. It's got over 24,000 people attending. 24,000. They fill stadiums. The keynote looked like it was in a stadium. They had a ton of breakout rooms. I can only imagine what it's like there. The hotels are chock-a-block. It is expensive to get there. It's just one of those crazy things where you better have your running shoes on because all you're going to be doing is walking in everywhere. And the crazy thing is when we present at conferences in South Africa. We have 60 or 80 people in a room or we do a keynote at an event and there's 100 or 200 people. These rooms are 800-seater rooms where they are actually presenting sessions at. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't think we could ever, ever understand the size of everything at the Ignite conference. But yes, it's a, the signature conference. There's a lot coming from Microsoft in the form of the Windows Server 2016 general availability was uh, announced today. System Center 2016 general availability. It's not available on MSTN, however. Well, SQL 2016 has been out. They launched that a few months ago. But there's a lot of new stuff also coming from the Office 365 crowd as well. Sweet. And to talk about that, we have on the line Brad. Yes, Bradley Galton is from GT Consult. Uh, he usually goes every year. It's their yearly uh, pilgrimage to the US, although they've got an office in Seattle. And I think this is the third year they've been to an SPC, and this is the th- second or third year that Ignite is actually running. Cool. Let's go across to Brad. Hi, my name is uh, Bradley Galton yeah. and I'm um, CEO of GT Consult. And we are presenting our booth at the Ignite conference. So 18,000 people. There's over 250 exhibitors, and we'll be posting our adventure on our Facebook page, uh, GT Consult. I think this is the second year uh, Ignite running. Last year it was Chicago, this year it's Atlanta, and it is completely, completely booked out. To give you guys an idea of the size, it takes us on my Apple Health Fitness app, to get to the stand from our parking is 2.2 kilometers. So just to walk from the car to our stand and back again, I've already almost done my 10,000 steps. Um, <laughs> and they have, at the venue, they have 25 different locations to eat for all the attendees. They have over a million cans of Coke at different vending machines around the, around the area. And they pretty much got... Everything that you've ever seen under the sun, Microsoft and Office 365, and it is pretty awesome. It's uh, it's Alistair's actual heaven. He's mecca, <laughs> and um, I can even feel the envy draining through the phone as, uh, yeah, as I walk great, around, uh, and he's and he's not here. It's it's not great sitting on Facebook and Twitter and watching all the feeds come through. So I am rather upset. It's the third time I've missed. Uh, an Igniter or an SBC. So hopefully next year will be the year that I actually get to attend the Mecca of all conferences. Yes, uh, I think uh, I think it's not the same without you. We were talking about you the other day, <laughs> but um, 
Um, we've already had the keynote. Uh, the keynote hall was actually packed out, and they had four spillover areas, uh, which we which we were hanging out with. I can see Benjamin from Sharegate getting ready to do a presentation. It's, it's pretty much like a who's who in the office of SharePoint world all over the place. Earlier, there was uh, Lisa White, uh, the big honcho in the Office 365 space, presenting just a few steps away from me. And then, obviously, anyone in the who's who kind of world is uh, out and about. Uh, Money Penny, um, uh, who else did I see yesterday? Fabian Williams, um, yeah. uh, Bill Bear. Yeah, so it's been uh, it's been very cool, and it's just been this is day one kickoff. Um, it ends on uh, Friday. And the big party on Thursday night, so I'm pretty sure no one's going to do anything on Thursday other than the breakout workroom sessions. Um, but one of the most impressive things is they've Microsoft have got the center of the exhibition hall, and they have the Microsoft hubs uh, on display, and those are amazing. But at twenty thousand dollars a pop, they're a little bit steep, but it is full conferencing in one device. So touchscreen with uh, digital pen recognition, uh, facial recognition. It's got three cameras in the TV so that it will uh, pick you up around the room, directional, bi-directional, mics, all of that kind of good stuff. And obviously it connects to Skype for business. So when you have a meeting, uh, you just walk into the room, recognizes who you are, and then kicks off the meeting, emails everyone afterwards, some of that good stuff. Is that there to replace the round tables? That they brought um, out a couple of years That ago. doesn't replace the round tables. It makes the round table look like an ancient piece of something that was bought back in the day of Galilee. <laughs> this is the new space-aged future of uh, Sky for Business. This was the product that they used to call Surface back in the day, wasn't it? Yes. Remember they used to call it this, the Surface, and then they now change it to Surface Hub and... Unlike the Surface, which was desktop-based, this is, you, you just slap this on the wall. And it runs gig jam and all that kind of stuff. Very cool. So, uh, just from your side, Brad, uh, it's a good thing that we have you on the call. So, are you the only South African company representing Office 365 and SharePoint at Ignite? I think so. We've walked around here and we haven't seen anyone else from South Africa. Um, we've met a few South Africans uh, Andrew Johnson, Brian Kimmel, uh, Eugene van der Linde, but we actually we haven't seen any other South African vendors or SRs or partners yet. So um, we could be, but I could be wrong. I mean, there's, as I said, 250 exhibitors, and uh, from what I've seen, I can't find anyone else. In your opinion, compared to what we do locally with the SharePoint Saturday stuff and, 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 um, uh, it's obviously chalk and cheese if you compare the quantity and the quality of the way Microsoft puts on events. It's still expensive for a South African to travel all the way to the US to an attend an event like this. Having said that, yes, it is the Mecca, but at 100k a pop, it's very expensive for anyone in South Africa to get there. Well, in all honesty, even the Americans think this is an expensive event to attend. Um, all right. So... It's expensive all the way across the board. Um, but you must remember that if you're coming here, the amount of knowledge that you will uh, walk away with 
is more than uh, more than anyone else in your industry um, that is not you. So you will, yes, you can download the stuff online and you can watch it on videos. Um, but the problem with that is the interaction between talking to the experts, talking to customers and partners that actually understand the software, understand the technology, is um, is not capable in that kind of video space. Um, and just walking through these walls will add 10 years of experience onto your back and something you can't kind of smash in from just reading online. So uh, I, definitely, think- I definitely think it's worth it. We've done it. Well, GT's been at every single Ignite so far. Uh, we always try to be at the WPCs. And uh, we try and replicate that with the SharePoint Saturday. So SharePoint Saturday in South Africa is by far one of the best SharePoint Saturdays worldwide. And I've been to a few, so I actually can say that. And the content that we bring to these SharePoint Saturdays are as good, if not the same, as what happens at Ignite. Um, the only difference is we do it on a shoestring budget. One sponsorship is almost the amount that we need to make for the entire SharePoint Saturday tour. So, yes, the, we don't have the fancy stands and we don't have uh, Satya Nadella opening up on the keynote, but we do the best that we possibly can. But the main thing is the, the speakers and the content and the relevance is there and the collaboration between uh, users and uh, partners and people that actually know the technology is there something you're not going to get off YouTube or any of these other events. Uh, that's great. So uh, just in closing, I know you, you're quite busy and you probably got to run in the next couple of minutes. There is a community hub at Ignite from, from what I understand, and there's a lot of focus on community. Uh, what is your feelings around how Microsoft is actually driving community, not only at Ignite, but uh, throughout the world? Well, I can tell you now, Microsoft doesn't drive community. Community drives community. People drive community. Microsoft are just not getting in the way as much as they used to before. So remember, a perfect example is Microsoft took SharePoint name off Office 365, and the community was like, well, why would you do that? Why would you call it Sites? It's SharePoint. And there was a lull in the SharePoint space for a while. Microsoft was getting a lot of pressure from the community saying, guys, uh, I'm not quite sure what's going on yet, but it's still SharePoint. Let's keep it SharePoint. Let's push it on. And even in the keynote today, SharePoint Saturday was mentioned again as to oh, how wow. big the community is. And that's for the second year running that uh, SharePoint has been mentioned in a, in a keynote address. And we can say that that technology is super strong. They guarantee another 10 years of SharePoint on-premise. They're going to release two more versions of on-premise or at least one more after this 2016. So there's a 2020 in the pipe for on-premise. And this is all because the community is so big. Um, what Microsoft is doing now is they're enabling the community uh, in the right kind of channels, um, making sure that people can get to the right content and the right knowledge and not just uh, be bombarded with advertising and uh, partners trying to sell, but actual real content. And I think that's the big difference nowadays. Uh, Content is king. And the quality of your content makes you a quality community member. And it's not just uh, a prestigious award uh, because you tweet a lot. It's actually because you know what you're saying. And I think that makes all the difference. And in the community, you are judged not by your popularity, but how good you are at what you do and how much passion you have to drive it. So it's a unique and it's a it's a qualified, ratified position to be in. When you work in a company, you never know how you got there, where you, where, what you did to do uh, as you get to that position. But in the community, if you're at the top of what you're doing, it's because the community has let that happen. And I think that's the big difference. Okay. Yeah, personal branding is, is, is quite a big thing. 
especially in the SharePoint space. I think it's probably bigger in the SharePoint space than it is in the Exchange or the, the Windows Server space or any, and we're much more passionate than most of the guys out there. Brad, in closing, how do you find the shift between working with people in the US versus working with people in South Africa? Uh, are we on par with what the rest of the world is doing? I mean, you've got offices in Seattle and in the UK. How, how do you find um, the shift from supporting or creating new environments for clients in the US and in the UK versus what you see coming out of South Africa? Other than the fact that nobody can understand me because of my accent, it's very <laughs> much uh, the same. Everyone's got the same needs around the world. And once you figure out that uh, everything relies on a business requirement and you can figure out how to fix that problem or that business requirement, things become easier. And we find that people struggle with the same issues across the board um, in different verticals across different countries. I think the difference um, in terms of how we interact, everybody likes FaceTime. Everybody likes to sit and be nurtured and knowing uh, have, have a knowing hand in the game. Everyone's struggling with how fast this technology is rolling out. Even partners are struggling. I mean, Office 365, they've got a new feature every day. And then partners are rolling out new software for all of these every day. And everyone's just a little bit scared as to what they need to do. They've got business requirements that they need to sort out and we just need to fix it. I think in terms of doing business, there's some nuances that are very strange. In America, they still use to, they pay with checks um, and they post them. Um, uh, in UK, they only do EFTs. Um, South Africa also only EFTs. The sales cycle in America is extremely fast as well as in the UK. In South Africa, it seems to be a two, three month kind of process. But I think the big difference is the dollar rand exchange is something that scares a lot of South Africans. Americans and the, and the people in Europe have a lot more buying power with that strong currency. So it's a lot easier to sell South African solutions into those markets because um, we don't have to pay our staff in dollars, we pay our staff in rands, and therefore we can benefit. But that's maybe the only differences I've noticed. Okay, great. Well, Brad, thanks a lot for coming to us live from Ignite, and we'll catch up with you soon. Hey guys, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on the show. It's a great show, and uh, I'd love to post this link on our on our website when we're done. I just wanted to say before you go, maybe just uh, tell the listeners where they can find you. What's that Facebook page? What's the website? Okay, so on uh, Facebook we're GT Consult, or you can say facebook.com forward slash everything SharePoint, and uh, you can find us online at gtconsult.com, and you can find me on Twitter. And I usually just retweet everything about SharePoint and call Alistair names at uh, Brad G. <laughs> Koza. Thanks, Brad. Speak to you soon, mate. Enjoy. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Yes, cheers. Thanks again, Brad, for calling in. We appreciate the on-the-spot reporting. Yeah, our roving, our roving reporter. <laughs> yeah. It's very cool to have a South African presence at these events. It's nice, nice to see us standing up there. It's cool. Yeah, and they've got to stand there. I mean, that must be crazy. But like you said, uh, if you look at funding, we think uh, we run SharePoint Saturday. And for three, to run three events, it costs us about four or five. Well, just depending on, on how, how heavy the speaker dinners get, because uh, we'd like to treat our speakers. But it, it's quite an expensive exercise. We average on about 420, 430,000 rand a year putting together these events, uh, the three across the country. This year, Brad's actually bringing back some Surface Pro 4s as mm -hmm. prizes for Sheffield Saturday. Yeah, one one per event, one per event. And that's, and that's thanks to the sponsors. 
because what we normally do is we make sure that the swag, so every delegate gets something. We make sure that you are fed. We make sure that the speakers are fed. We make sure that the speakers get decent quality gifts. We make sure that the volunteers are sorted. We also make sure that there's a ton of prizes. So every year, depending on what level of sponsorship we get, we up the ante with prizes. And this year, we are definitely bringing back one Surface Pro per event to give away at the closing session. Um, right at the end of the event. So you got to stick around, got to get your stamps done from all the sponsors and make sure that you hand in your little stamp a booklet that you get when you get to the event. Cool. Shall we get into the news? Yes. Let's talk about what's going on outside of Ignite. Shortly after we recorded last week, on the 15th of September, there was a huge DNS outage that affected a whole ton of Azure clients, which was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was quite scary. Microsoft were pretty quick to react and everything came back up in a couple hours. But uh... Yeah, I think the MSDN guys, my MSDN subscription was down for about five or six hours. And all they said was, no, we're upgrading databases. Um, now I actually understand what it was. It was a DNS issue. I must admit, getting, getting, getting Office 365 to work with Link, um, a lot of people think that we were talking about it the other day. Yes, you can spin up Exchange and you can sign up into a, you can sign up into a tenant and blah, blah, blah. And you've got full blown whatever sitting in the cloud. But if you don't know what you're doing around your DNS entry, specifically around Skype for Business, your Skype for Business will run, but trying to initiate a call, you won't actually have that little logo in your Outlook client to say, this is a Skype meeting. And some Skype meeting clients or some Outlook clients that actually have the Skype meeting button, you can click on it and it, your machine locks up. So it's not as simple as a lot of people seem to think, oh, well, we can just spin up Office 365. And you're seeing people running around saying, well, selling to the 11,000 SMEs that we actually have in the country and literally doing that. And they walk away and then we have a little bit of a nightmare. Companies like uh, GT and Mint and And are picking up on these little uh, mistakes that clients are making that customers or not customers, vendors are making when they think that they can just necessarily spin up on an Office 365 tenant. Yeah, there is quite a lot of configuration that goes into any sort of hybrid situation or any sort of implementation in the cloud. It's not as easy as just point and click. Yeah, you're doing a hybrid session at SharePoint Saturday in two weeks. It's less than two weeks, actually. It's 13 days. 13 days. 12 days. I should probably I think it's, put my yeah. uh, talk together. Yeah, you should. It's a good thing that you should start working on your on your slide deck. I mean, <laughs> it might be beneficial to everyone. So, the numbers are definitely up in the, the registrations for SharePoint Saturday. I'm very excited about that. Johannesburg sitting at just under 400 registrations, and we should see another 100 to 150 uh, come along over the next week. We tend to see quite a big jump in registrations right at uh, about a week before the actual event. Cape Town, it's typical. Still very slow. I mean, they'll 11 days to go to SharePoint Saturday, Joe. Cape Town usually only wakes up a day before and then we see 100 more people registered. Durban, as expected, doing well, over 150 registrations. So we're looking forward to it. The last bits are being tied up now. Everything's going to print. Um, sizes for speaker shirts and, and all of those things have been done. And now it's just on the day, making sure that everything runs smoothly. Looking forward to it. Should be good fun. Yeah. So come along. Follow us on Facebook. There's a SharePoint Saturday Joburg Cape Town in Durban site. So just go to Facebook and search for SharePoint Saturday Joburg Cape Town in Durban. You can also find more information about SharePoint Saturday as a whole at sbsevents.org. 
and just navigate from there to the, the location of your choice, Joburg, Cape Town or Durban, and click on the register button. You'll be able to find information. Also added to that, uh, Metalogix is having a roadshow in Cape Town on the 20th at an undisclosed location. I'm not sure about the location. More information will probably come out next week about that. And on the 24th at Microsoft in Joburg. So do come along. I'm sure the invites will go out. I'll be doing the keynote at the one in Cape Town and uh, we're not available for the one in Johannesburg because it's actually on the Monday of the road trip. And on that, we're doing a road trip from Cape Town to Durban between the 22nd and the 29th of October. We'll be hitting George Municipality in George on the 24th from 8.30 onwards. More information will be going up in the next two days. And we'll be hitting Port Elizabeth on the 26th of October at the Nelson Mandela University. So I'm super amped to go up the coast, taking a bunch of international speakers with us. And we're going to do a little mini SharePoint Saturdays everywhere. That's brilliant. Bringing the message to the people. Yeah, they don't get to Cape Town or to Durban. And we've been doing this since 2008. And this is the first time we're actually going up the coast. Exciting stuff. Yeah, so you can hit Channel 9 and get all the videos for Ignite. You can uh, follow Ignite, hashtag Ignite on Twitter and pick up all the information and chances are you probably find a whole bunch of people that you know because SharePoint is two degrees of separation. You'll probably find people tweeting, posting pics on Instagram and, and. So just jump on the Twitter Rotti and you'll definitely be able to follow what's going on. And Channel 9 should have some updates soon enough. The last bit is my SharePoint PowerShell commandlet of the week. This week is actually not a random commandlet. It's one I've actually used in the last week. And it is new SP Enterprise Search Metadata Crawled Property. What does that do, Rod? Oh, what doesn't it do, Al? <laughs> I'm going to ask you the same question every week. <laughs> Super smooth. Nice segue. What, what this is for is, as the name suggests, it creates a new crawled property in a enterprise search service so the reason i had to use it is during uh, setting up hybrid search i ran into an issue where the cloud hybrid the cloud search service was not creating crawled properties off of the site columns and we're using it in a bunch of places for navigation and news feeds and that sort of stuff through content query so i had to figure out a way to create the crawl properties manually and it turns out you do it with this this commandlet um, you have to give it a category parameter which matches up to the categories in your search schema you have to give it a name is this sorry yeah is this specifically for the hybrid scenario or would you do this for on-prem installations as well you can use this on-prem as well the thing is, ordinarily, and what it's supposed to do is, uh, it's supposed to create these crawl properties for you. And then once you've got the crawl properties, you can just go into the GUI and make the manage properties. You can do it through PowerShell as well, but you don't have to, as long as you've got the crawl properties. But if your okay. service, for whatever reason, isn't creating those crawl properties, you have to do it manually like this. So the, Why wouldn't it create the, the properties there? Who knows, man. I, I wish <laughs> I did. I wish I did. I spent many hours bashing my head against the problem. And eventually I was like, okay, well, this might fix it. I did it and it fixed it. So there we go. 
Is it is it a known issue or is it an actual bug? It, it seems like an actual bug. I found very little online about it. So no one said you find a blog post somewhere in India out of an igloo somewhere that some guy also ran into this. Pretty much. I mean, there is some stuff, just not, not as much as I'd usually expect. And I don't think they use igloos in India. <laughs> uh, true, true. All right. There's, there's just two, no, three little things. You, the name parameter... I think has to be quite specific so it's usually OWS underscore and then the name of the site column there's a property set value which seems to be generally the same for all site columns it's a alphanumeric GUID um, you can find it on my blog if you want or you can search for it yourself and that's the prop set parameter and then you have to point it to yep. a specific search application if, uh, if you've got multiples okay so, Odd, you've got a new blog, huh? Or you've combined blogs. Oh, it's the same blog. It just looks a bit prettier now. Yes, I saw that in the week. And we have updated our site to reflect the new blog uh, URL. So, if you want to find out where the modeling is, just hit us up at twoguysandsharepoint.co.za or get us on Twitter at twoguyssharepoint. One word, twoguyssharepoint. And that's about it from our side, Rod. Yeah, I'm at oddmodlin on Twitter. And you are at Alistair Pugin. We're on Facebook as well, Two Guys and SharePoint, and on SoundCloud. Just search for Two Guys and SharePoint. Great stuff. Till next week, Rod. Chat to you soon, mate. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. Was it was uh, connected to my I'm on my phone and it was connected to my PC. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah, apparently.